Hey guys, welcome to the Get a Little Weird podcast. My name's Nate Murray. Um, we are right at the end of twenty twenty one. Actually, we are currently in the last day of it. Um, New Year's has never really been like a gigantically big thing for me. For at least the last seventeen years of my life, um, I know. In through elementary school, it was a big deal, um, mainly because you get to stay up till midnight. Uh, but I, as an adult, it just hasn't been incredibly, um, incredibly a big deal. Like the honestly, the passing of time. Um, it's not scary, but it's like almost annoying. It's like. If you were walking, if if you say if you, let's just say you walk to work, or you drove to work, we'll say this, you drive to work every day, and every day you get out of your car, and um, a man with a knife pulls a knife out on you and says, give me your money, even though you don't have money every single day. And he ends up disappointed, you end up disappointed, and, and and more or less just annoyed because he's always showing up. Um, and it's like a never-ender or whatever. Um, I, I feel like that's what the months of 2021 were. It was annoying that another month had passed. It was annoying... Even though my bir- birthday is in November, it was annoying when it became November because I didn't remember August or September or October. And uh, and just like that, it's December 31st and I'm going, I'm going, what has... I'm, I'm, I'm saying to myself, what happens, what has happened with the year? Like, I barely remember anything about this year. So, um, was it a good year? Was it a bad year? I'd say it was a better year than 2020. Um, I'd say that 2020 Nate Murray would be shocked with what 2021 Nate Murray knows, um, because I think 2020, I think 2020, we had a lot of fear in 2021. Um, I think a lot of us have left that behind. Um, like we had COVID in August, um, for, I had it for 10 days. Stephanie had it for 15 and, We, uh, I think that may have led us to let the fear go, but it may have just been, um, I don't know. I think, I can only speak for myself, but I think I'm, 
I'm sick of reading stuff about COVID. I'm sick of reading numbers posted on Jeff Lane in the morning. I'm sick of hearing about the people who are in the hospital and how many beds aren't there. Um, And it's not that I'm uncaring or cold. It's that... uh, I think, I don't know, I, I'm i unsure to say this, but I think there could have been something that happened differently. Um, if, if this is man-made, If the stories are true that this disease is man-made, there's someone who has a lot of blood on their hands. Or some ones, some people, (laughs) not some ones, that have a lot of blood on their hands. Um, And so I think, yeah, I think 20... 2020 was fear. Um, 2021 kind of was the year of fear, um, of less fear, I guess. I'm thinking that 2022 will be the, um, not the year of fearlessness exactly, but at least the year of less, less fear. Um, if it's less fear and less, less fear, I don't know how many more lesses have to come before it's fear less, but, and I don't know if this is something that we're always going to have to live with, but, um, I guess my point is, is 2021 was taken up. My 2021 was taken up by the, by the virus. Um, In 2020, I had a lot of other stuff on my mind. But in 2021, I... The virus and... Just the... Polarity? Polarization, I guess of uh of just literally everybody um that I know even and I just wanted to express some I I just wanted to express some things um that have happened through throughout this year um that are bad I'll say the I'll say the good first and the bad later because the, the good is less juicy. <laughs> so, um, the good things were that A, Stephanie and I both made it through the virus safe. We weren't totally unharmed because I still feel weak, um, far weaker than I've ever felt, um, 
I, I know Stephanie feels similarly. Um, we both have some smell and taste issues still. Um, but we, um, we really had time. I think COVID gave us time. Having COVID gave us time to really take a step back from our life, look at it, um, and realize that um, you need to you need to cherish each day, you know. And that sounds cliche or whatever, but it's not really. I mean. Um, There's a there's a quote that I like from a song by um, a, a rapper called Direc, and he says uh, he says let me glorify in case I need a reason. Number one, I woke up. Number two, I'm breathing, and I always remember that. Right after I've had a long stint of of not being grateful for being alive, um, a long stint of wishing that I didn't have to wake up, um, or just a long stint of dragging my balls through life, and uh, So I yeah like I said I think covid having covid in august the middle of august this year was the turning point that kind of got us to step back and look at at our life um we've just had some other we've had some other stuff um happen I rescued a dog on the highway and uh she's now our third dog <laughs> so that's been kind of wild we practically have a zoo here. Um, three dogs and a fish. Um, I... I kind of have changed some habits. I've been... I've been reading the Bible a little bit more than I had been. I can't say a ton. And I don't, I don't even say that to toot my horn. I'm just saying... I think I'm doing better than I had, um, I watch more sports, which was something that was kind of missing from my life for a long time, um, and I just think that Stephanie and I get along better and, like, have worked on communication better, um, there's always room to grow, but, um, I, I think that's, I think that's been a big part of this year, communicating and, and learning from my mistakes when I crash and burn at communicating, because I've done that multiple times this year. Um, yeah, other than that, I'm not, I'm not terribly sure. Um, it all just centers around the home, really. Like, like 
Our home is finally, our house is finally becoming a home, I think. So, I think, uh, yeah, I think that's important. And I think that's the big catalyst for all this. Um, or it's all just working together. We'll just say that. It's all just working together. And in 2020, it didn't really all just work together. Um, but, yeah, so, I guess that's the good stuff. The bad stuff, um, number one, uh, my bike got stolen this year. And I've gained 30 pounds since my bike got stolen, so that sucks. Um, <laughs> let's see. We were going to Ollie's in Richmond shortly after it opened. Um, we were driving across the parking lot in the drive lane of the parking lot in the Hast old Hastings Plaza coming from Hobby Lobby. A van cut us off, um, and then when we were parked at Ollie's, the van pulled up, like, three spaces next to us, and the guy stepped out and, uh, had his hand on a pistol that was in his belt. Um, he had his wife or girlfriend or whatever, and four kids in the car, and was flashing a pistol at us. Um, I don't think I talked about that on the podcast at all, but that's one of those things that's really messed up. And, like, that was pretty early in the year, I think. I, mean, I don't know, maybe in the summertime. I can't remember spring or summertime, but... I just remember going, like... Really? Is this the world that we live in? <laughs> like, I, yeah, I did not know. I did not know we lived in the world where, where dads pulled pistols out on people that they cut off. <laughs> so, um, let's see. There's something else, something else bad that happened. Well, I'm blanking on I'm blanking on the one now. That's okay though. I'll keep this bit short. So, the the worst thing to happen at all to me this year, it besides my bike getting stolen, actually, it is the worst thing to happen. But the second the worst thing, it's a tie for first. We'll say this: a tie for first on the worst things that happened to me this year was, um. Let's see, I have the day written down because it was so awful. On Saturday, December 10th, we were at Walmart. I had to take a leak, so I went to the restroom. I walked into the restroom, and there was a guy there in front of the mirror uh, with his pee-pee out, taking pictures of his pee-pee with his cell phone. He had his, <laughs> he had his shirt pulled up and tucked it up in underneath of his chin and he's just taking pictures of his his dong and uh i was immediately like oh 
and I looked away, and I covered my face with my left hand, and I walked to the urinal, because I had to, I had to pee, I had to go, walked to the urinal, and I guess the awkwardness of the situation kept me from urinating, so I was like, well, I guess nothing's going to come out, so I get in, um, you know, I get buckled back up, go to wash my hands because I touched the urinal, um, and guy's still there with his dong hanging out, taking pictures of it, so I slide between him and the, and the mirror, and I wash my hands, and only an only until the time I was done washing my hands did he go, oh, and put his thing away, and then walk out of the bathroom. And some other dude walked in when I was washing my hands, and he's like, what the F, man? Like, and and here's, here's the thing about it, okay? Here's, here's where all these, here's what all these three things have in common. Stealing my bike, pulling a gun on a on a man and a woman in the parking lot that you cut off in the parking lot, and taking pictures of your PP at Walmart. What these three things lack is consideration for others, and and it's possibly worse than a lack of consideration for others. It's more like it's all three of these things are standoffish. And all three of these things, only one of these things is technically theft, but all three of these things are thefts. The first one is a physical theft. But it is also, alongside a theft of my bike, he is stealing our peace of mind. We don't feel like we can leave stuff outside of our house now for any amount of time because it might get stolen. The second incident, the man pulling the gun. That is a lack, not a lack, he, that is a theft of our peace of mind. Why can we not go to the store and drive safely through a parking lot at 20 miles an hour, which is parking lot speed, and not get cut off by some moron in a minivan who pulls his gun out and threatens us? It's a theft of our peace of mind. The third thing, Dude with his dong out in Walmart bathroom in front of the mirror in the open. I'm a guy. I've seen dongs before. It's okay. But it's not okay to have to walk into a bath public bathroom where I should feel safe to go take a leak, buckle up, wash my hands, and leave. Instead, I have to see dude with his, with his shirt up tucked up underneath of his chin, looking like an idiot with his little pee-pee hanging out, taking pictures of it.
I don't need that. That's a theft of my peace of mind. And to top it off, if I had been any other person, and I guess also the gentleman who walked in behind me, if we had been any other person, that dude would have been knocked the freak out. No way do I walk into the bathroom and I see your dong hanging out. Bye-bye. KO. That's it. And, like, everybody I told that story to, they're like, if that had been me, he would have gotten the most blindside knock to the head he's ever felt in his life. And it's... Why? Okay. I see... I see, Whatever. There's really not a circumstance for it, but if your wife or your girlfriend or your hoe or whatever texted you and says, let me see that PP, let me see that thing, and, and you go, okay, you step into the bathroom stall, you take the picture of it, and, and send it, and then you leave. Like I said, I don't really see the need of that. Wait till you get home. But if you really need to, step into the stall. Don't have it out in front of the mirror at Walmart. And, like, I was telling a co-worker, like, had this been a few years in the future, say I have a daughter. I'm at the store alone with my daughter. She's three or whatever. I don't want her going into the women's bathroom because you can't trust people anymore. I take her into the men's restroom, put her on the potty. We walk in, there's guy with his dong out. I'm telling you what, I'm setting my daughter down. I'm telling her, put your head in the corner, and I'm beating this dude's head in right there. Or at least, at least shoving him against the wall, telling him, put it away, and I'm dragging him to the security desk. Because it's bad enough that I have to see it. But I don't want some little kid... Not even a little boy. A little boy shouldn't even have to see that. And, and, and so, there are people out here that are, this is a big takeaway from, from 2021. 2021 has been a mind game in the media, especially. But in real life, people are just, people are out for their bit of it for their piece of the pie or whatever, they're taking anybody else down with them, and specifically, they're taking your peace of mind away. And I hope for for in the year 2022, which is insane that we're already there, but close to there. <laughs> 11 hours and 46 minutes away at this point. We We need to act better as human beings. And I pray that in 2022, uh, we stop and think whether or not we're taking someone else's peace of mind with us. Because um, I haven't had a lot terrible happen to me this year. But those three things really, really tip the scales. Um, so, guys... Uh, Happy New Year. Have a good uh, 
next 365 days, and, uh, I guess I'll just leave you with one suggestion, um, look up the song New Year's Eve by Five Iron Frenzy, if you can tonight, it's pretty, I almost said pretty decent, but that's a lie, it's absolutely amazing, and it's like my second favorite song off of their supposed final album. The end is uh, the end is here. So, uh, but yeah, I'll uh, just go ahead and let you guys hear some of the voice messages from uh, from some <laughs> crap from some old guests of the show. This first clip is from my cousin, Taylor Burnett. He's a pool boy from Charleston, South Carolina. He's also my cousin, if I didn't say that already. What is up? Get a little weird podcast fam. This is Taylor Burnett, cousins with Nate. Uh, Believe it or not, we've been cousins our whole lives. Uh... He just popped out a little sooner than I did. You got me beat by a few months, Nate, and I'll never catch you. Um, but I appeared on this episode, Family Matters, Cold Steel on the Back of Your Neck, where we discussed, or more so Nate discussed, and I just learned a whole lot about um our... Uh, somewhat messed up family history but uh you know everybody's all messed up so there's not nothing too bad there yeah i know it everybody's got issues and stuff but definitely learned some stuff that i had no idea about and you know it's i want to say thanks for having me on that episode nate and uh it was good to learn all that stuff about our family and you know hopefully you get me on an episode again and you know we can talk about whatever else you want to fill me in that you know about the family or it could be anything so i want to thank you for having me on and thank you for you know making your podcast i've really enjoyed it and i hope the listeners have as well but uh as far as 2021, what a year, right? What a year. Obviously, we learned all about COVID and all the variants, uh, you know, the Delta variant. Uh, what's the new one now? The Omicron or Omicron variant or whatever. It's it's nuts. And I know you, you guys had COVID and beat it, thank God. But learned a whole lot about COVID. Uh, we'll say one of the main things I learned this year, I've noticed, is, uh, you know, the media likes to keep everybody pinned against each other and just fighting all the time, it seems like. But one thing I took away from this year is if you just go out and talk to somebody, you know, your neighbor, a stranger at the grocery store, wherever you may be, you'll learn that the world is not near as messed up as mainstream media would like us to believe. 
And if you just go out and talk, you know, talk, talk to somebody, you'll realize that there are, most people are generally decent people, decent, caring people. I'm not saying they're all decent and caring because, you know, there are some bad ones. But for the most part, there's there's still a lot of good in this world. And that's what I'm hoping we can carry into 2022. I'd like to see more of that. I would like to expect to get to an end of this COVID stuff. I'm not sure how likely that is, but... It'd be great if there was at least an end in sight. Um, But that's really what I'm hoping to see in 2022. Hopefully an end to this, the coronavirus, or, you know, at least hopefully we get a better way of handling it. Um, And I just want, I'd like to see people, you know, getting along uh, and just find some sense of normalcy you know the past couple of years since COVID hit kind of seems like we've been stuck in a limbo or something um I just I would love to ex- expect things to get back to normal whatever that may be come 2022 but ain't no telling Nate I love you cuz Thanks for making the show and thanks for having me on. This next clip is from Byron Smucker, professor at Miami University from Hamilton, Ohio. Hi, my name is Byron Smucker. Uh, I appeared on an August 2020 episode of the Get a Little Weird podcast. Uh, the title of the episode was Statistics, Anabaptism, and Board Games. I am a follower of Jesus, whose goal is to be a disciple and to work on behalf of the kingdom of God. I am a husband to Amy, a father of four, and a statistics professor at Miami University. One thing, uh, looking back to 2021... Uh, that I thought about was the need that Christians have, that I have, for uh, community, for Christian fellowship. I read a really amazing book uh, by Dietrich Bonhoeffer uh, called Life Together. And it's one of those books that's just packed full of like deep, profound insights. So I want to read a few of these quotes from Dietrich Bonhoeffer. Uh, So here's the first one. Uh, Christian brotherhood is not an idea which we must realize. It is rather a reality created by God in Christ in which we may participate. The idea here is that this is not something, Christian fellowship is not something we create, we conjure up by a group of people. It's, It's something that exists that we step into and we participate in. Um, uh, Here's another one. Uh, There is no sin in thought, word, or deed, no matter how personal or secret, that does not inflict injury upon the whole fellowship. So if Christian fellowship 
community is viewed in, in with the body metaphor, then it makes sense that when one part of the body is struggling, uh, maybe it's sick or or it's challenged in some way, that is going to affect the whole body. And that metaphor is powerful for us because it shows the type of closeness, uh, the unity that is a part of Christian fellowship. Uh, here's a couple about leadership. So the church does not need brilliant personalities, but faithful servants of Jesus and the brethren. Uh, another one, genuine spiritual authority is to be found only where the ministry of hearing, helping, bearing, and proclaiming is carried out. Every cult of personality that emphasizes the distinguished qualities, virtues, and talents of another person, even though these be of an altogether spiritual nature, is worldly and has no place in the Christian community. Indeed, it poisons the Christian community. So if there is a Christian community centered around a cult of personality, like one person's charisma, it's a bad sign. Um, I listened to a podcast uh, called The Rise and Fall of Mars Hill. If you're interested in evangelical Christianity and sort of a, a critique of that, this is well worth listening to. And it was a church that did seem to revolve around a singular personality and it came crashing down in a very painful, difficult way. Two more quotes. The final breakthrough to fellowship does not occur because though they have fellowship with one another as believers and as devout people, they do not have fellowship as the undevout, as sinners. So the idea here is we, in Christian community, you have to be authentic and show your weaknesses, not just your devotion, your strengths. Um, and then the final one, uh, Life Together um, by Dietrich Bonhoeffer, a quote from that. The life of Christians together under the word has reached its perfection in the sacrament. And of that, he means the Lord's Supper. So that's a bit about uh, looking back in 2021, one of the things that I have thought about. Uh, going, Looking forward to 2022, uh, I'm going to be thinking more about what Jesus has taught about finances, about money. He has some very challenging teachings. Um, he taught uh, uh, about a, a, a poor widow who threw in her two coins, tiny amount of money, but it was all she had. And he said, that person has given more than all these other rich people who have given lots of money, but it was out of their abundance and their excess. That's a challenge to us. Um, he says, don't lay up for yourselves treasures on earth, okay? But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven. So that orients us to a life where our finances are all for the kingdom of God. Um, he also talked to a uh, so-called rich young ruler who came to him and said, hey, what, do, what do I need to do to inherit eternal life? And he's like, the, the, the young guy's like, I've done, I've, I've kept all the commandments, you know. Uh, and Jesus said, well, you lack one thing, and that is you should sell all that you have, 
and give it to the poor. And he, it, the Bible says he went away sorrowful because he was very rich. Um, so these teachings that Jesus has are very challenging. And I want to see and consider and pray about whether my life aligns properly, aligns correctly with what Jesus taught about money. That's it. That's Byron Smucker for the Get a Little Weird podcast. Bye-bye. This next clip is from Ethan Talby, an old youth group friend of mine who lives somewhere out east uh, doing something with fish or water or something. Hi, everyone. I'm Ethan Talby, and I was a featured guest on the podcast back in October of 2020 for the episode The Life Aquatic with Ethan Talby. In 2021, I think I've learned quite a bit. It's certainly been a year of coming to terms with growing older, not so much for myself, but for my loved ones. Uh, since I live quite a bit away from my loved ones, I only get to see them every so often, and every time I do, I can visibly see them aging and changing. It's been a stark reminder that time is finite, and that I reasonably only have 10 to 20 good years left with a handful of my relatives. Uh, since I live across the country from any of them, I only get to visit them every two to three years at best, so I can count on my fingers how many visits I might get. As I record this, I've currently just gotten back from Nebraska visiting family that I haven't seen in three years. It's been a very validating experience in how important these visits are and how fast time changes. I certainly pre can appreciate the importance of family more now and how I really need to put more effort in maintaining these relationships before I regret time wasted as it is truly finite. Uh, the following clip is uh, the last clip in the episode. Uh, it's from me. And in it, I'm just trying to end the episode. Well, there you go, guys. Uh, hope that's a lot to for you guys to think about. And uh, honestly, I only listened to uh, to two of the voice messages. I didn't even listen to Byron's. So <laughs> um, I'm going to listen to it when this episode comes out. But uh, yeah, we, um, we, who is me here at the uh, Get a Little Weird podcast, Again, wish you a happy New Year's Eve and a great 2022. I will see you then. Um, until then, if you want to send in voice memos to get played on the show, uh, maybe voice memos with uh, suggestions for the show, uh, email. My email address is natefrom1992.com. I'll have that in the show notes. Um, I will have a link to the Instagram and a link to my Twitter and the Facebook page on here. Um, get a hold of me either of those five ways, right? Five ways. And uh, if you'd rather give me a personal phone call or text to my phone number, um, get a hold of one of those uh, outlets first, and I will send you the phone number, and then you can share it to a bunch of people that I don't want texting me or calling me. But I will answer because I'm cool and nice. Well, <laughs> whatever. Well, um, until next year, guys. Peace.